0: Hi, you're listening to Go See a Show, New York City's independent theater podcast. Sort of a non-traditional episode of the podcast this time around. While I'm still interviewing an indie playwright, Alexander V. Thompson, last heard on this show with his play Pete Rex, we're talking about his new podcast series with Wild Obscura Films, entitled Cryptids, which is releasing new episodes now. That's the show's theme music you're hearing right now. Alex and I chatted via phone. Here it is. Take a listen. You know what? Whatever works. This is indie theater, right? Even if it's indie podcasting. Um, so are you rolling?
1: I am now. Yep. Ready to go.
0: Sweet. Let's jump right into it then. Um, right on. I love to start, as with every podcast, even though this one's going to be a little bit different, I like to start with everyone's name on the mic. So who am I talking to this time? Uh, my name is Alex
1: Thompson. And what is the show we're talking about? The show is Cryptids. It is a serial podcast in seven parts, uh, sci-fi horror mystery show.
0: Awesome. So I don't even have to give you the uh, standard question of what is your uh, usual like elevator pitch for the show. Um, <laughs> do you have any other like uh, like tagline or anything that you give the show when you introduce people to uh, check it out?
1: Uh, not so much a tagline um, is. Uh, yeah, I think that's about it. You know, sci-fi, horror, mystery. Uh, yeah, I think that about covers it. And when uh, when do
0: you actually release? Or did I get an advanced copy? Or uh, is it out to the world already?
1: You do have an advanced copy. It Fancy actually me. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> we release Sunday. Episodes 1 and 2 drop on Sunday. And then we're going to release weekly until Halloween.
0: Sweet. So, for those of you listening, episodes one and two will be out by the time that you hear this, and uh, those are actually what I listen to. So that's great. That's a good uh, intro to where we're at. Um, I don't. I want this to be spoiler free. Um, as with uh, you know, most times I do shows, this should be all about um, you know getting people into the spirit of. Uh, Listening, listening to it, like you know, getting getting people enticed. So, right uh, something that I would like to talk about though is the fact that uh, I love the storytelling vibe that you're going for here. It's mm-hmm. kind of unique in the sense that um, you just kind of drop us into the world. Can you talk to me a little bit about like that move, uh, that that idea of just there's there's no like narrator, there's no. Voiceover that's saying like and now here we are. It's more yeah. just like all of a sudden you're hearing stuff and you're living in the world of cryptids. Uh, talk to me about that.
1: Yeah, happy to man. i was that's one of the things that I really set out to do uh, very deliberately is let the listener drop immediately into the world and wonder where we are a little bit from the very beginning. I don't want to make it so uh, you know so. Obtuse that you don't you can't figure out what's going on I think we uh, we eventually get into an area where you find out where you are but uh, the show was really kind of uh, not even kind of it was heavily inspired uh, by late night radio things like the old uh, uh, lights out shows of the 40s those old horror radio and uh, in particular uh, coast to coast a.m.
0: Which... I was about to say your your narrator or your uh, one of your protagonists really reminds mm-hmm. me of
1: coast to coast. Yeah, great. Then I've nailed him. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> awesome. That's actually great to hear. Uh, yeah, it's it's heavily influenced. It's, it's kind of a love letter to both the old horror uh, radio shows of yesteryear, and it's a love letter to Coast to Coast. And I wanted the listener to immediately be put in the position of being a listener of that show. And so we sort of go in assuming that the listener has chosen to... Listen to in our world. It's called Eyes to the Skies. Our our sort of coast to coast love letter show is Eyes to the Skies, and we wanted our listener to be present right from the beginning as a listener of that show, and let them enter the world through that lens.
0: I love in podcasting, and you know this is probably just my own bias and my own interest in uh, making audio-related drama because listeners to this know, um, A, I run a podcast on independent theater. Um, Absolutely. But, but B, like I also, you know, I do a lot of radio theater apart from this. So something mm-hmm. that I love that you're working on is something you just touched on, which is playing to the medium. Like you're listening to this. Why yeah. are you as an audience member listening to this story and how can the the telling of the story play to the format. Uh, talk
1: to me more about that.
0: I'd love to hear your thoughts on radio and using the radio medium.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm in love with radio. I love, I'm a podcast junkie. I listen to everything from, uh, you know, your, your interview shows to, uh, to fiction, to uh, podcast fiction. I'm, I'm crazy about it. Uh, and so I really have kind of fallen in love with the medium over the years. Uh, and I really wanted to play in that space. And initially, Cryptids was written as a play. Uh, it was meant for the stage. Uh, it was conceived for the stage. And I, wr- excuse me, I wrote several drafts of it uh, as a stage play. And then one thing led to another. I, I linked up with my friends at uh, Wild Obscura Films, who are the producers on this. And they were also podcast junkies like myself. Uh, And so we sort of reconceived it as a podcast. And what was really interesting about that was taking all of these visual elements that I had created as a playwright and all the theater magic and stage magic that I kind of envisioned in it and then totally repurposing those into an audio medium. And it's been a really fun challenge to do that. I think where audio really excels in this particular story uh, is since it is a mystery and since it's this is not a spoiler uh, it is a mystery about cryptids uh, it, <laughs> it's right there in the title like we'll y'all <laughs> imagine that yeah <laughs> didn't hide that one too deep um, but since it's uh, it is a mystery letting your mind fill in the visual blanks I think really serves the story uh, I think there was definitely an opportunity to do something cool visually with it uh, on the stage, but I think it does serve its uh, its purpose a little better in this forum.
0: Build that podcast audience and then pull them into the stage, man. That's the that's, that's it, the move. Man. That's what the <laughs> cool kids are doing these days, right? Absolutely. All these podcasts Absolutely. that are out on tour and whatnot. So, talk to me about that that translation, though. Um, if you go from a stage play with, uh, I guess, distinct ideas. And the last time you were on the podcast, we were talking about your play Pete Rex, yeah. uh, which has. Uh, some or had some some very distinct visual elements itself. So talk to me about um, like that translation. What, what does it mean to take a play from the stage, which I'm assuming never was realized for the stage, correct? That's correct. And, yeah. and taking that and then moving it to the to the audio medium.
1: Uh, that was a that was fun, man. It was a unique challenge. It's one that I haven't faced before. It's the first time I've written a podcast. So, uh, did you do it
0: alone, you know, or did you work with the the folks at uh, Wild Obscura? Were you working I, with the cast? Like, what was the process like? Uh,
1: the process was pretty solitary for the majority of the writing uh, initially. Although I I don't want to in any way downplay uh, Wild Obscura's involvement. We had a lot of note sessions. Uh, and especially toward the sort of back end of the writing process, they were quite involved uh, and really helped me develop it uh, a lot. But the original adaptation, the original play, and then the adaptation uh, was pretty solitary. And as you said, it's never been realized on stage. So it was it was both an advantage and disadvantage. Uh, in one way, I had... I had no expectations to live up to. I hadn't, I hadn't put it out there yet. Uh, right, right. And so, you know, if I got the translation wrong, Hey, nobody would know. Uh, <laughs> but uh, on the flip side, I also had to then completely reconceive what I thought would be visual elements as audio elements. Uh, and in some cases that changed the storytelling right uh, pretty radically. So it was pretty cool and really interesting with our, uh, you know, initially, the stage play started with like a, an, an alien abduction scenario, uh, and because at the time I was doing lots of rigging and aerial choreography for theatrical productions, I had mapped out and even practiced uh, at the, the ZFX studios in Louisville where I was working. I had practiced this entire aerial <laughs> choreography.
0: I know exactly how this looks. This I have to exactly. write a play around this. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, it felt so fun, and that's that was sort of where the the entire vision kicked off. Uh, and then, of course, you get it on radio, and you know, the best rigger in the world can't rig for radio. So, <laughs> uh, so I had to do away with that entire image uh, and reconceive. Uh, how we meet these characters uh, and and how we go on their journey with them uh, i think we've accomplished that i hope we've accomplished that uh we have a brilliant sound designer uh danowitz has done an amazing job uh with the audio and especially in the the final three episodes where we really get to hear some of the more mysterious and cryptic elements she's really spot on
0: yeah, that's the other thing that I'm also super interested in. And maybe it's a little inside baseball for folks who aren't, uh, I guess, podcast slash radio theater drama um, junkies like you and I. Mm-hmm. But the process of putting this together, it's very different than doing just your your standard indie theater show. But uh, I think there's also a lot of crossover. What was the process like for you guys?
1: yeah i think it is there is a lot of crossover weirdly i found it to be i was kind of expecting that it would be much more akin to film uh than theater uh just because of the nature of the thing where you're you know you got to hit your mark you got to speak your lines in a in a specific way and whatnot yeah once we got it move on yeah yeah exactly it felt very technical uh and certainly that element was there but i found the performance of the thing uh And the creation of the thing to be much more theatrical, Uh, closer to live theater, I feel like, in the performance itself uh, and closer to filmmaking in the technicality, uh, the technical aspects of it.
0: Were you working Uh, like in a studio? Were you working at somebody's house uh, with, you know, mics rigged up around blankets? What was the what was that like for you guys?
1: We had a studio. Uh, We were really lucky. We got to use a a fantastic studio that uh, one of our producers had uh, an in with. Uh, and so we, we actually got to kind of play out of our league a little bit. Uh, we got to, we got to play on the big field. We got to play under the lights uh, when we really are, uh, you know, we're kind of JV uh, <laughs> right <laughs> now. You know, this is my first podcast, and Wild Obscura has done some fantastic film work. This is their first, first podcast as well. Uh, so we were all kind of finding our way through the process. Uh, and we got to play with really top flight equipment and a great studio. And I think it comes through uh, in the sound of the show. So I'm really grateful for that. But it was, a, it was definitely a learning curve. Uh, with them coming primarily from film and me coming primarily from theater, I feel like we were able to bring in a lot of aspects of both.
0: And you mentioned that you're going to be releasing weekly up through Halloween of 2019. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't again, no spoilers, but are you going to leave us uh, hanging over that cliff? Uh, Is it going to have a season two? Do you have plans on the future of the of the podcast?
1: Yeah, we do have some plans. Uh, I'm roughing out season two right now. Ah, okay. Uh,
0: So there will be multiple seasons. That's good to know. That
1: is the plan. Yeah, that is the plan, that there will be another season. Uh, However, the way we're kind of conceiving of it, you know, things can change. The way we're conceiving of it now is more of an anthology series. Ah, okay. So we... we may or may not see these specific characters again. And if we do, they may not be the leads next time, we're kind of, we're kind of working on that as we go. So yes, we do leave, uh, this arc will wrap, but it is an open ended story. Brilliant. Anything else you want to, uh,
0: you want to add before we sign off here and, uh, tell our listeners, keep
1: their eyes to the skies. (laughs) I appreciate that. Uh, Uh, just you know uh, thanks for you know thanks for listening. Ch- go check it out. You can find us uh, at cryptidspodcast.com and on social media at Uh We're gonna be available on all your podcast apps starting September 29th.
0: And uh, as with uh, many podcasts, though not all, this is this a free download for those uh, who can connect to it? Yes, it is. Sweet. All <laughs> right. thanks so much for doing this, Alex.
1: Yeah, man, thank you. I really appreciate it. Good to talk to you again.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, even if it is, uh, you know, at our own separate microphones.
1: Yeah, fair enough.
0: Thank you, Alex, for jumping on the phone to chat and for getting your end of the audio for me. You can catch Cryptids on your favorite podcasting platform. As of the posting of this episode, three episodes of the show are available and Wild Obscura Films will be posting new ones each Sunday until Halloween 2019. Head to WildObscuraFilms.com for more info on the producing company and just search Cryptids, C-R-Y-P-T-I-D-S, wherever you get your podcasts to get the show into your ears. Thanks to you for listening into the podcast. If you dig it, please like it on Facebook, facebook.com slash go see a show. Follow at go see a show on Twitter and rate and or comment on the show's Apple Podcasts page. My name is Robert A.K. Gagno. You can find me on the Internet at Robert gagneau, G-O-N-Y-O, Until next time, go see or listen to a show. Cool, man. Best of luck on the podcast. Thank you very much.